Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today, we're talking about insurance. As we enter the hottest months of the year, we're also entering the most active period for tropical storm activity. The question is, are homeowners and businesses better insured this year as a result of the 2017 experience? Many areas quite far from the coast suffered significant damage in 2017 as Hurricane Harvey dumped nearly four feet of water in Houston and in several of the nearby communities along the Gulf Coast. Houston's nearly one hour inland from the coast, and it suffered far more damage than Galveston, which is directly on the water. Homes in Galveston are designed to expect flooding, and they're elevated so the main living quarters are a minimum of 12 feet above sea level. Many of these homes are similar to homes that you might be familiar with in the Florida Keys, and they're built on stilts. The storm surge from hurricane inflicted very little damage. Much of the rain flowed harmlessly back into the Gulf of Mexico. Houston, on the other hand, is like a large soup dish, the kind of dish that holds water, and the only way to remove the water is to pump it out through a system of levees and pumps, similar to New Orleans. When Houston was devastated by flooding after Harvey, about 70% of the flood-related damage was not covered by insurance, according to analytics firm CoreLogic and as reported today in the Wall Street Journal. Even for wind damage, which is covered under most home policies, some people were frustrated to learn what their insurance would or would not pay. Hurricane Harvey resulted in 717,000 insurance claims, and as of October 31st, about one-third of those claims were closed with no payment, indicating that damage was either not covered by the policy or the loss value was less than the deductible. Hurricane policies are generally supplied under the National Flood Insurance Program. These federal policies pay up to $250,000 for damage to a residence and $100,000 for contents. There are very few private insurers for flooding, but they're expensive and they have very few policies in existence. In order to qualify for the federal program, you have to be both a resident and a U.S. citizen. Foreigners buying property in the U.S. are not eligible for U.S. government coverage. When an insurance company is selling you a policy, they're your friend. They're your buddy. However, when it comes to making a claim, the insurance company becomes your legal adversary. Their job is to try not to pay out under the policy, and your job is to try and get paid for the damages covered under the policy. And the fact is, very few people have actually read their insurance policy and know what's really covered. Policies fall into two basic categories, what are called defined peril policies, where each specific risk is named explicitly. And if the risk isn't named, then you're not covered. The second type of policy is called a broad form policy. Under a broad form policy, they list specific exclusions or exceptions. Everything else is covered by default. Generally speaking, I prefer broad form policies. They provide better overall coverage. Now, insurance policies are incredibly complex to read and understand. They're notorious for giving you coverage in one paragraph and then taking it away in a later paragraph, pages later, with a sentence that starts with the word notwithstanding. This has created a relatively new legal specialty. These people are called insurance attorneys. That's right. There's an entire specialty dealing with insurance, and they specialize in reading, interpreting, and litigating insurance cases. According to a report in today's Wall Street Journal, 
the number of federal flood policies covering Florida homes and small businesses only rose 2% between September 2017 and now, for a total of 1.76 million policies. That's a very small number considering that Florida is a flat, low-lying state with a population of 21 million people. Only 1.76 million homes and businesses are insured. I would classify the state as massively underinsured. Now, most hurricane policies have a special deductible that's higher than your standard deductible. That deductible is often in the thousands. And there were reports of homeowners being offered under a thousand bucks to replace a roof that ultimately cost $10,000 or more to replace. The high deductible under the policy reduced the amount payable by the insurer. And you don't need a hurricane in order to suffer flood damage. The number one insurance claim, bar none, even in the absence of a tropical storm, is water damage. This could be the result of a failed water heater, a dishwasher that fails, or a laundry machine gone rogue. It should come as no surprise that insurance companies are taking steps not to pay for water damage. Some policies are rendered invalid if the washing machine isn't installed in a drainage pan directly connected to the domestic drain pipe. So you may need to go back and check your policy, even though you've been insured for years, find out whether this is something you need to retrofit to your house in order to have insurance coverage for water damage. As we're entering hurricane season, take a close look at your insurance coverage and by all means, sit down, get a nice warm cup of coffee or a cup of tea and read your insurance policy. In the meantime, have a spectacular day. Make some great things happen, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.